0: Shri good morning, good afternoon, good evening, from wherever you are joining. The second chapter of uh, Patanjali Yoga Sutra starts with uh, TAPA SVADHYAYA Ishwara PRANIDANI KRIYA YOGAHA The tapas and uh, as I mentioned in the previous classes, the uh, the Ishwara Pranidhana is connected to the heart center bhakti yoga and Swadhyaya is connected to the Jnana Yoga and Tapas is connected to the Karma Yoga. Karma Yoga Karma Yoga is linked between the Jnana Yoga and Bhakti Yoga. However Brilliant I am in Jnana Yoga, unless I put into practice, it is of no use. However de- great devotee I am, unless I can apply that one in my day-to-day living, Bhakti is—it's will uh, be become a burden. We need both and Bhakti and Jnana, we need knowledge and devotion together, but we should know how to apply in day-to-day life. If you do not know how to apply the knowledge or devotion, if you do not know the application of that one, that itself theory becomes a burden. You know you you need to know how to apply application part comes in karma yoga. The Karma Yoga, we have been covering the dimensions of Karma Yoga for past few weeks and the, the Karma, The I touched upon, the one is Karma, know that you have to pay the tax. You cannot get away without paying the tax. The Creator knows how to take the tax if you are not willing to pay the tax. That is Ma, Kar, Kar means tax, Ma means know that you have to pay the tax and in the I also touched upon to do the karma yoga doing anything is not karma yoga and it is uh, when we do that one it we say it is my karma I am doing this one so it is I am forced to do something which I am not interested to do It is not karma yoga. Karma yoga, I mentioned, you have to play the game in the right pitch so that the best in you comes out. The best, everyone is unique, everyone is special. We have to identify the field where I can play the game, game of my life so that the best in me comes out. And karma yoga. Karma yoga also the, the means uh, karma. Karma means action. Every action has a reaction. Counteraction is there. Whatever I do, there is a reaction to that one and um, uh, I touched upon the four types of karma Akarma, Vikarma, Sakama Karma and Nishkama Karma. Four types of karma. Karma opens up four ways. One is Akarma. Akarma is not doing my obligatory duties. As I'm born here, now I have an obligatory duties. I have to discharge the obligatory duties in my life Shying away from not doing my obligatory duties is called as Akarma. My obligatory duty is this one, but I am doing contrary to that one. It is called as Vikarma. And Akarma, Akarma, Arjuna had an obligation to fight the battle. He decided at the beginning, I don't want to fight. Then obligatory duties, he wanted to shy away. That is Akarma. And vikarma, vikarma means Duryodhana. Duryodhana knew what was right but he was doing contrary to that one. I know what is right but I don't believe in doing right things and he was bent on destroying the good people. That is vikarma. And Sakama Karma, Sakama Karma, like in the Mahabharata, Bhishmacharya, Dronacharya and Kripacharya, though good people, they are obliged to Duryodhana. He has given, he looked after so long, he gave us salary, he gave us bonus, he gave us presents. How can we disappoint? And if we are on his side, he will give us more. Karana, Karana also, on that one, obligatory, since he was there, that obliged, I'm obliged to do and because he gave us so much, I am doing, my action is proportional to what I get and that is called a Sakama Karma and the uh, Nishkama Karma, not expecting anything, I am doing as a duty, I am doing, in the Mahabharata, Bhima. Bhima is an exemplary of uh, uh, Nishkama karma. Whatever he had to do, he did without expecting anything as an offering to the Lord. The the first three types, akarma, vikarma and sakama karma binds us, makes us helpless. Whereas uh, Nishkama karma liberates us. In a life, in the, the Upanishads says, as we are, um, our lifespan, human lifespan is uh, um, uh, 100 years, out of that first 14 years, my obligatory karma, whatever I have to discharge, if I do not do that one, it won't take an into account. It is okay. It's up to 14 years. Mind is not yet grown, but developed. Up to 14 years, there is an exemption is there. Okay, it's okay. It's still a child. After 80 years, again, mind becomes weak. Physically, I can't do that one. I can't discharge my obligatory duties. Above 80 also, there is an exemption. Between 14 and 80 years, you are living. For 66 years, you have an obligation to discharge your karma. Whatever you do, there is a counter action. There is a bearing on that one. You have to face action. I don't know whether I am acting in my life or reacting. Reacting because of the past karma, I am reacting or I am acting. Whether I am, it's a real action or I am, it is a reaction of what I did. I do not know whether I am acting or reacting. And to understand, there is a bearing on that one. It is carried away. Whatever I do, the action it uh, counteracts. It comes back in three forms. The first three, it is applied to the first three: akarma, vikarma, and sakama karma. It comes back in the three ways. One is as a prarabdha karma, and as my prarabdha, what I am doing, it's my prarabdha, and it's uh, uh or Sanchita Karma or Agami Karma. The, the theory of uh, the reincarnation which is carried forward forward is beautifully explained in Bhagavad Gita by Lord Shri Krishna and Sri Krishna says Partha neve hana mutro vina shastiana vidyate nahikalyana kret kaschit durgatim tata gachatim prapya punya kritam lokan anushitwasha shotim sama shuchinam shrimatam gehe yoga brasto bijayatim atava Yoginaneva kule uh, bhavati dhimatam yetad dhidurlabatharam yetad dhidurlabatharam this loke janmani didrishe this, uh, uh, this, uh, this that Shri Krishna talks about Arjuna whoever uh, discharging the action like an Ishkama karma there is no, it's a uh, discharging Nishkama Karma, there is no with the intention, they never will get uh, uh, ruined in their life. There is, nahi kaschit, gacchati, those who are doing the uh, Nishkama Karma, they never will go into ruin. They, were, they will ascend to the higher lokas, they will prosper in their life. Their generations will prosper. And prapya Punyakirtam, when they ascend to the higher lokas according to the merit, stock of that merit, they enjoy the higher world. Once their time is exhausted, if the karma is not enough, uh, they reside for a time, enjoy their time, when the time is done, Pra, uh, Shuchinam, Gehe yoga they are born in a right family, pure family, noble family and virtuous family and that person and he need not have to worry about what is only the belly I want to looking after the only for the stomach that person won't be living the life the person. In a pure family, noble family, virtuous family, um, that person is born. Otherwise, that person will be born in a house of a yogi. In the highest of the yogi's house, that soul is born. Eta durlabatharam, loke In that these two being born in a pure noble family or being born in a yogi's family. Yogi's family, to be born in a yogi's family is even more difficult. Being born in these two families in this world is very difficult. Tatratam Buddhisam Yogam, and it says, and um, uh, one who is born in that um, family, in that family where he is after born, that person, Purva Byase Te Naiva Hriyate Avasopisaha rapi Bodavyam Shabda Brahmati Vartate, and when that person is born, it is all ripened, and it's as if. As born, that person continues whatever noble things that person ha- had done in the previous life. It comes to him naturally and it's a treading, it is, no effort is required. Something when that person hears, yoga, when small child when it hears yoga, everything, yes, that is what I have come for. That person remembers, and it's carried on for me also it happened as a child yoga it's a familiar world familiar world it is no effort was required and that one purva Bhyasena. and when you accumulate so much of this one in the next life whatever your uncompl- uh, uh, uncompleted things when you're born and it comes to you naturally you continue and there is no stop You continue, Shri Krishna says, keep on doing the good things, there is no uh, stop to that one, you continue, continue that one, Shri Krishna talks about. And if you are not doing the Nishkama Karma, only on the uh, first three, it's uh, Akarma, Vikarma and Sakama Karma, the Prarabdha Karma. Prarabdha Karma, I am born with a bundle of my karma. I am here to exhaust that load I am carrying. Whatever I am doing, I have to It's a, uh, exhaust my karma. And sometimes, if my uh, interest is so intense, I put in a lot of work lot of austerity. Sanchita karma. I have extra karma in my garage. I kept extra karma. That karma can come into place. And I have another bundle of karma. It's agami karma. It will come into action in the future. In the future somewhere. It is still in the dockyard a dock, it is in the, in the dock, in the shipyard, it's still there. It is not yet brought to my back my garage and prarabdha, it is operation. And it says in the Upanishad, every in the 66 years, from 14 years to 80 years, we do enough karma for at least for 10, 10 lives. In one life, I have done enough karma I will require 10 more lives, at least 10 lives, to exhaust them. And in the next life, I will do at least 10. So, by doing karma, you cannot exhaust karma. By just doing uh, karma, vikarma, sakama karma, you can never exhaust. You keep on accumulating more and more karma. More and more karma. And it is um, in the prarabdha karma, how it is affecting... In uh, Mahabharata, it was there yesterday. I mentioned in the story, and Amba, Ambad is um, wanted to marry the Bhishma Bishma um, uh, it's uh, took uh, three wives from the Kashi Raja, the, the three children, three girls to marry off um, Vichitravirya, Vichitravirya, that uh, son of uh, his uh, co-brother, uh, three girls and when uh, but Amba was liking another person and uh, Bhishma when she told Bhishma then he said okay you go back. When she went back to that person wh- whom she liked he said since you have been taken by Bhishma I don't want to see you and so she went back to Bhishma and said marry me. He said so sorry I have taken a vow of celibacy and she in, try to influence by going to parashrama and no matter who told bishma said this is my vow i won't marry and she did tapas to shiva lord shiva and shiva and after pleased with that one and shiva when he she he asked she said i want to kill um uh, it's um, uh, the Bishma uh, Bhishma Bhishmacharya he said okay I will give you a garland you put on to someone whoever wears that one they will be able to kill Bishmacharya. She got that one such a f- fresh, fragrant, and so fr- fresh garland. She took it to the various princes, various kings. Please have it and you will be able to kill Bhishma. But everyone knew the power of strength of Bhishma. Everyone said, sorry, you are a mad girl. Go away. And she could not uh, convince anyone to wear, put on the garland in frustration. She put it on the, um, the, the palace gate of um, uh, Drupada and she, it's, uh, she went into fire. She died herself. She wanted. Such a a determination, I want to kill. In the next life, she was born in the house of Drupada again, as a girl. But Drupada wanted a child and he prayed to um, uh, Shiva. Shiva said, the son will be born. And but, the girl was born, but he treated her like a boy. And he never told anyone that this is a girl. And at the time of marriage, and that's because of the that story is there, and she became a boy. It's a during that time called a Shikandi. In that Garland, it's a Dripada preserved that one, gave it to his daughter Drobadi at the time of wedding. She put it on to Arjuna. Arjuna, Arjuna was the one and who killed Bhishma, but uh, 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 this Amba, Amba wanted to take a revenge, was born as a Shikandi. she was along with Arjuna. The next life, she came back to take a revenge. It's a prarabdha karma. In uh, America, America late uh, 1800, late in 1800 to mid 1900, Edgar Cayce, 1900, Edgar Casey, well-known uh, uh, clairvoyant, and um, he documented so many its uh, cases, thousands of cases he treated. And uh, though born in a Christian family, and he knew this, why it is happening. He wanted to treat people with various ailments, various conditions and he realized this is happening not because of the present life, the past life. There is a reason behind that one. There is a past life, reincarnation. And though church people and um, did not um, uh, the, the believe in uh, reincarnation, they tried to suppress him. But still, he could able to treat thousands of people. One lady, she had severe uh, prob- pain in the hip region, who were uh, uh, doctor, whatever doctor, whatever scanning she did. Nobody, everyone said, everything is normal. But out of um, pain, she approached uh, Casey and he went into trance and said this is because 2000 years back she was one of the queens of uh, uh, Roman king Nero and um, uh, uh, he had a habit of those people who he did not like, he used to throw them in the lion cage. And this, uh, she was sitting next to the king. And when, as the lion pounced on that person and started tearing off the ribcage in the hip region, started tearing off, and she started laughing and clapping. All she did that one, and it started haunting her after 2000. That, it's a severe pain. And another lady, it's um, so beautiful fingers so beautiful nails and all the people wanted to take a photo and uh, she was uh, advertising, um, uh, it's a promotional uh, p- person and uh, they, she got lot of money for uh, taking the photo and applying the nail polish and uh, selling various things. She wondered, how oh come I'm so popular and Edgar Casey said in the previous one, life she was in ireland she was very generous and looking after homeless people so generous this life she's born with beautiful hands and fingers this because of the that effect and another lady lady that she had skin problem whatever treatment always rashes Always rashes on the skin, no amount of um, skin therapy could be able to fix. When she went to Edgar Casey, Edgar Casey said in the previous life she was an in charge of chemistry lab when the children are doing some experiment, deliberately she would um, release noxious uh, uh, gases so that children used to get uh, irritation in the skin. And she used to enjoy that one. Because of that, she is going through that one. And another lady, she said, uh, severe indigestion. Whatever I do, I, the indigestion is not going. I can't eat anything. Very weak belly. And the, he documented that uh, he went into trance and he said it is because In the previous life, she was deliberately selling adulterated food. Adulterated. She used to mix with something else to maybe increase the quantity, increase the profit. Adulterated deliberately is to sell resulting stomach. My stomach, whatever I do, it is not fixing. I, I can't fix that one and, uh, uh, and uh, she, Patanjali, Patanjali says uh, that whatever you do, whatever satimule tad vipakho jati ayu bogaha Patanjali says how long I live, what family I'm born, what religion I'm born and what uh, country I'm in for everything, uh, it's because I am here to exhaust the karma. When the k- I, prarabdha karma is exhausted, this body has no more work. It just drops down. To exhaust other karmas, this prarabdha karma is for this body. When this prarabdha is done for this body, body collapses. We ask, how this person can die so early? This prarabdha is for that body. It's done. Next, Sanchita karma is there. Plenty of karma is there. Different body is required. That body it will take and we will touch upon the other dimension of karma. How to mitigate this one effect of this karma, prarabdha karma? How to overcome that one? Are we so helpless? Is there any means? We will touch upon the other dimension of karma in the last week of this term next week.